This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word, bringing you a message uh, from the Old Trailblazer broadcast. We're here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers, and that's where the Voice of Truth broadcast originates, the Old Trailblazer. And many, many of our uh, the uh, missionary uh, things go out here from this church, First Baptist Church of Algiers, and I'm the pastor. I hardly ever mention uh, money on this broadcast, but if you could help us with the old Trailblazer broadcast, we just went on two new stations, one in Huntington, West Virginia, and one in Hampton, Virginia, and we'd be glad for you to help us with those broadcasts. You want to be a missionary? You're a missionary at heart? You don't know what to do with some money you have left over every week or every month? Send it here. We'll put it on on our Bible fund where we send out good, sound King James Version Bibles to prisoners all over this country. Chaplains write us. One of them wrote me and said, Pastor, I have 17,000 inmates. Others say I have 7,000, 4,000, 3,000. I I need Hispanic Bibles. I need bilingual Bibles. I need any good literature, Pastor. And we do that based on your giving and helping me with the Bible fund here at the Old Trailblazer Broadcast. So if you would, you'd like to be a missionary, we also send much literature to Africa and Nigeria and Malawi and India. we got a, a, a good listening audience, good good audience in uh, India. Now we're having requests from Korea and other places. We send good, sound literature preaching the gospel. So if you want to help with that, we'd be glad for you too. Now, we're going to, we, in our study now, we're looking at, at the uh, RSV Bible, the errors there. And we begin in the last study looking there at what they have to say about the virgin birth. We're going to take up some of the passages in the Old Testament and compare them with the Revised Standard Bible and look at how these modernistic scholars deal with the virgin birth. We mentioned in our last study there in Isaiah seven fourteen, the King James Version reads, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then, uh, listen, Bible scholars and teachers throughout all the ages have always read this. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. There's never been any doubt that it referred to the virgin birth of Christ. But now, when this RSV Bible comes out, we'll show you what they think, well, these infidel scholars. In the same scripture, Isaiah 14, 7, 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, will give you a sign. Behold, a young woman, underline that, young woman shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, my friend, listen, Jehovah God told Ahaz, the king, to ask for a sign of the Lord. And Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. Then Jehovah said, well, I shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. The Lord was saying here, look, look here. Behold, I'm going to show you a sign, a sign that you will never forget. And I imagine old Ahaz pricked up his ears. Then Jehovah said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. This was a sign. If old Ahaz had, it, had any spiritual mind at all, his thoughts would have gone back immediately to Genesis 3.15, where the Bible says, The seed of the woman shall bruise the serpent's head. What a prophecy. What a prophecy. What a sign. What a prediction. But the translators of the Antichrist Bible put it like this. Behold, a a young woman shall conceive and bear a son. This is no sign, my friend. Millions of young women have conceived, 
but up until that time, no virgin had ever conceived. Do you see, my friend, what these modern infidel scholars have done to the great prophetic passages regarding the deity and the virgin birth of our blessed Lord? The Hebrew word here that's used is Alma, A-L-M-A-H, which means virgin. It is used 14 other times in the Old Testament and is translated virgin every time. But these translators of the RSV Bible have translated a young woman in every instance. The word Alma, A-L-M-A-H, is used in translating virgin. I'm going to give you these numbers here. In Genesis 24:43, speaking of Rebekah before her marriage to Isaac, when 70 scholars who translated the Old Testament into Greek in 270 B.C. came to the word Alma. In Hebrew, they used the word parathenos, which is the Greek word for virgin. When Jerome translated the Greek into Latin, he translated the Greek word parathenos to the Latin word for virgin. The other great translation of the Bible retain the word virgin, and you'll have to come to Moffat's translation to find sub the substitution, a young woman for virgin. Now, my friend, Dr. James Moffat, a rank modernist, was one of the scholars who gave us the RSV version Bible. You would have thought that, wouldn't you? Listen now. We picked up this little interest, this little note of interest the other day from an article in the Bible, the Baptist Bible Tri Tribune. It was written by Dr. David Otis Fuller of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Listen now, quote, Dr. Robert Dick Wilson, our Hebrew professor at Princeton Seminary, was a world-renowned scholar. He knew and spoke over 45 different languages and dialects. He was recognized by modernists and fundamentalists alike as one of the greatest scholars in his field throughout the world. He taught us that the word for virgin, which is Alma in the Hebrew, is found 14 times in the Old Testament, and every time it means virgin. The modernists hate the doctrine of the virgin birth of Christ, and they use this method for eliminating it, my friend. Now, if you'll turn to Matthew 1, first chapter of Matthew, verses, verse 23, which is a prophetic fulfillment of Isaiah 7, 14, the word virgin is retained. Here, according to the RSV version, Matthew appears to claim that Isaiah said something which he did not say. Do you see what confusion this leaves the average reader in? It's pure and simple, the spirit of the Antichrist. Let me say again, the virgin birth of Christ has been one of the key points at which the whole modernistic, modernistic attack upon the scriptures has been centered. They hate the virgin birth of Christ, and yet in the face of all of this, the publishers of the Antichrist Bible, Thomas Nelson and Son, say on the inside jacket, it contains no changes in doctrine or fundamental concept. There, this is nothing but a deception. If Christ were not virgin born, we have no savior. We have no substitute. But the Bible teaches that Christ was virgin born, that he died on the cross as a sinner substitute. And I praise the Lord that he's my substitute. Let me stop here and ask you. I've been going on pretty strong with some numbers and quoting a bunch of different verses, and I hope you got them. But let me let the old trailblazer just stop here and ask you, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you worshiping 
uh, one who was born of a young woman. That could be anybody, my friend. Right here today in our day and time, uh, we have we have a multitudes of young women bearing children. That's not what the Lord ordained, no. He said a, a virgin should compare. Oh, listen, my friend. The Bible teaches that Christ was virgin-born. The, the, the old authorized King James Version, it has not been watered down and whittled down. But listen, if, you don't, if Christ was not virgin-born, he would have no substitute. I praise the Lord. I praise the Lord that he's my substitute. Do you have a substitute, my friend? Do you know that every man, woman, boy, and child must have a substitute? There is. There's no salvation except in the substitutionary death of Christ. Now let's turn, if you will, for a few moments that we have left to, to Psalms 2, 11, and 12. Listen to the King James Version. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that trust put their trust in him. Now let's turn to their RSV and see how they have wrecked this great passage and eliminated the deity of Christ. Serve the Lord with fear. And listen, listen now. With trembling, kiss his feet, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Now listen, did you see what they have done to this scripture? It, it which reveals the fact of their hatred for the prophetic uh, regarding the deity of Christ. The Bible says, kiss the son lest he be angry. They have substituted, serve the Lord with fear, with trembling, kiss his feet. They do away with the son altogether. They eliminate any reference to Christ. They break the force of this great prophetic passage and leave you with no savior and no substitute. Oh, listen, I want to read a little passage by Brother C.H. Spurgeon. He's entitled it, A Gospel Without a Trinity. It is a pyramid built upon its apex. A gospel without a trinity. It is a rope of sand that cannot hold together. A gospel without a trinity, then indeed Satan can overturn it. But give me a gospel with the trinity, and the might of hell cannot prevail against it. No man can do can any more overthrow it than a bubble can split a rock or a feather can break in half a mountain. Get the thought of the three persons and you have the marrow of all divinity. Only know the Father and know the Son and know the Holy Ghost to be one. And all things will appear clear. This is the golden key to the secrets of nature. This is the silken clue of the labyrinth of mystery. And he who understands this will soon understand as much as mortal man can ever know. Oh, listen, my friend, I've come to realize and appreciate my Lord as never before. As I see these errors and many, many more that I could, could bring you uh, going into much depth, and we have several studies left along this, along this line, we're going to look in our next study at God's Word versus man's opinion. Oh, did you know man has an opinion? Oh, yes. Yes, I tell folks how, to, how the Lord died for sinners and how the Lord was virgin born. And they say, well, I thought, uh, I thought, uh, I said, yeah, that's what you went wrong. That's when you went to thinking. Oh, listen, my friend, do you know these scholars, these, these, these modernists, they are, they are sincere in their belief. 
but they're sincerely wrong. They're sincerely led by Satan. They are. They're blinded by the by God of the, this world. Satan is a prince in power of this world. And listen now, what does that do to you and me who know the Lord? It makes us to tremble that the Lord would save us. I told my congregation here the other night, I said, folks, it's a miracle that, the God, that God would save anybody. It's a miracle, my friend. God does not owe you anything. God does not owe me anything. God does not need your opinion. He never called you in when he spoke the worlds into existence. He never called you in when he designed all of the things that's here now. Listen, these modernistic scholars, and they tell us that we came from a little one-cell animal. My friend, one day the Lord's going to blast them out of his mouth. He said, I'll spew you out of my mouth. But it's blasphemy, my friend. Oh, and many of these old writers that I've quoted are gone on now. Gone on to their reward, whatever that is. But my friend, the Bible says, In hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. Did you know there's a hell? They're not gonna, they don't believe there's a hell. we get to that later. Not like we do. Not like the Bible teaches. Oh, no, it's something far into that. But listen, man, they think, they think so much in this era. But I did one day. I was ignorant. Oh, I was ignorant. But the Lord opened my eyes to see the truth on the direction of the Holy Spirit. And he's given me just enough, just enough sense to trust the Lord. Do you trust the Lord this morning? Or are you trusting some false god? Oh, listen, my friend. This is the old trailblazer. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Would you remember my mailing address? It's the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Well, you may not agree with anything I say, but would you sit down and write me? Tell me that you're praying for me. I wish you would. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. 